Welcome, welcome. Come in, come in, come in, come in, come in. Fun fact about this set is I'm filming it all in one day, but you're going to get it at separate times, of course, because I want to remain consistent at least, at least for a minute on this pod. So we are going to discuss the second part, right? So welcome, welcome, welcome. Come in, settle in. Grab a snack, take care of yourself, a blanket. I'm wrapped up in one right now. And this may be one of the most important set of episodes of this entire archive. This is part two, and we're discussing the topic of the hour, shadow work. Part one is all about the technicalities, what you'll need, a little examples of what had happened for me, what you should know, etc., so on and so forth. Part two is all about the journey. It's the story time. It's the story time, which I started last year. It's my personal experience that I will be sharing parts and glimpses of. In this way, there's an idea that I experienced, but mostly the after effects, a renewed sense of self. It is a transformational time. It is a fun time. Looking back, (laughs) I spent the entire year on my shadow work and I'd like to explain how it went. And I want to talk about it in more depth. So briefly, I will tell you what shadow work is if you're watching part two before you watch part one or, you know, you need a refresher. It is working on the subconscious aspects of self that were gathered around our youth and other parts of our life. These are hidden and suppressed aspects of ourselves. This can also include trauma and other parts of ourselves that we deem unworthy or we have pushed down in means of survival. Shadow work is acknowledging your triggers, limiting beliefs, learning who you are, breaking generational curses, etc. It requires a lot of grace, a lot of accountability. Shadow work also allows us to heal and acknowledge our inner child. It's healing the past wounds that's affected the present in a negative and harmful way. Because truth be told, that's what happens. So for instance, you meet an incredible set of friends and people, but you keep sabotaging the potential friendships. Or you receive a job promotion and you get a deep sense of imposter syndrome bubbling from the deep. Shadow work can help find the root cause of our feelings, most likely something stemming from childhood, but it is not limited to that. And this could be things that affect us from our guardians, society, our school environment, home environment, etc., so on and so forth. But at a time where we're very little and susceptible to a lot of the world, so we just was absorbing a lot. It's about becoming the subject, becoming the muse. It's about embodiment and learning to love being yourself, all of your aspects. But it really starts with the first conception of ourselves, which is our child self when we were children. It's about owning and the releasing and the moving forward. There's something that allows for an accountability that is unmatched. And with all that being said, let us begin. So, now we get into the story time. In the beginning, what propelled me to engage in something that is so horrifying for a lot of people that would be deemed as scary right because we have to do our shadow work because other people decided to shove their demons in the closet and there's you know subconscious and not acknowledged self and so all of that has been projected and used and you know people have been abused and all the things so why do this why jump on this journey Lonnie um so I turned 20 so when I turned 20 I'll never forget this. It was an Instagram story I had and it was a prompt that I saw and I put in there my daily journal prompt, which was where do I see myself in five years? Where do I want to be in five years? That's a huge question, right? And a very interesting question to ask at that age. You know, I had finished or I was close to finishing up my college experience And so I, you know, okay, I stalled for around two years (laughs) and I kind of looked around at my life, at myself, at, at the time people I deemed my friends and my relationships and I realized I was 20 and that is a complete different decade, right? And my culture, we see 
1819, it's like Timun, right? They'll say Timunuye. Even if you're like 20, 21, they'll be like, you're still a child, right? Um, and I, I really love and honor and respect those aspects of my culture because it does put things into perspective. Because me from 18 to me at 21 now are nowhere near the same stratosphere. If anything, if my 18-year-old self was in the same room as who I am today, she would most likely burst into tears from happiness and pride and joy. Like, wow, you finally could say the things you want to say and communicate so eloquently and clearly. And, you know, you say how you want to say it and you use all your dialects that you picked up along the way, you know, from every person, every stage of your life, from your Catholic private school days to, you know, being in a public school to being around, you know, predominantly black and Latino. And then, you know, your days when you're younger, when you love to consume classic literature, you play in all these different dialects of language and you you get to speak in all those ways now. And, you know, your French and your Creole. So to put those these two aspects of myself in the room, right, my 18 year old self, which is still very much a child myself now at 21 she'd be very proud and very happy and that is something I know a very much a you let yourself out the cage right but I, I did look at my life at 20 and I was like okay so when you're 25 walk with me here when you're 25 do you want to be surrounded by these people by these friends be honest they're not the kindest to you they're not the most generous or giving or understanding and you know something's off here you know when you leave the room, you know when your back is turned, it's not so kind. You know if they could, they'd kill you and walk around wearing your skin. No, it was bad. I don't think there's a single reading. I don't think there's a single, even my mother's intuition. I don't think there's a single person that could look at the people I used to surround myself with and say, what has happened? Even the people. <laughs> Mind you, even the people that had replaced the other people had been like, I don't even know how you were around those people. Like, they're terrible. <laughs> you know, it was, but I, I, you know, no shade. I'm grateful for all of it. All of it, I'm grateful. Thank you. I wish you all roses, truly. I wouldn't be the person I am today without without the the wicked deeds of you all. Like, I genuinely appreciate, you know, how much... I was pushed to realize my worth. Very much so. That's a really um, interesting thing to say. But I did. I looked around. I was like, okay, when you're 25, you want this? Because I had always, deep, deep down, right? The inner child in me had always wanted something bigger, grander, better. You know, she'd kind of always wanted the things that I'd shy away from. And... You know, things you learn from fear and whatnot. But this was a very serious question for me. And the more I marinated on it, and the more I sat on it, the more I was like, something's got to change. So prior to this, I went to therapy. I was around 19. Prior to this, I went to therapy at 19. And it was free. But after a while, I realized how it wasn't for me. I learned a lot about myself, but I didn't like how someone else was able to project their experiences onto mine. You know, you just get into some traumatic things that have happened and through the other person's own experiences and, and identity and whatnot, they would believe that you are attacking who they are when simply I'm in a therapy session, you know? So it's it's I didn't like it when I was discussing something very traumatic. They felt the need to defend themselves in their life experience it made me very uncomfortable and so self-expression had always been something that my younger self had always been forced to suppress it had always been something of contention something that would always be put up to be auctioned off right depending on the different sets of people in my life and so Anytime I wanted to be myself, there was some bum in the corner having a problem, just being just tweaking in the corner. And every time I wanted to shine, someone had to project. Someone was mad. Someone was, you know, like, and so, okay, now let me just go sit back in the corner and just, I was just like, imagine the energy you just feel now, right? How warm, 
comforting. This is what people have told me in my DMs. How warm, comforting, reassuring this energy is, okay? Now imagine if I was just sitting here, just, I, I'm pulling it back away from you, and I'm just like choking on the energy, right? So I'm just sitting here just like suppressing, suppressing. Okay, don't look at me, don't see me. I'm invisible, I'm in the wall. And like to people looking at me from the outside looking in, they're like, this is, this isn't working. <laughs> this isn't working. If anything, instead of the light spreading out, into the room like you're just glowing brighter because you're just just suppressing you're just holding it all to your you know like it's and so I also didn't like someone else giving me advice on my inner child when they hadn't addressed their own and it was very very clear and apparent they hadn't addressed their own because of the way I'm set even my own at the time the therapist I had said you know you'd be a great therapist like you're such a healer right and it's just over here like who is giving the therapy session here you know and so I didn't like that they didn't address their own ish and here I am spilling my own ish to them it was just not an ideal situation but mind you it was free it was free it was a free service right and I have a lot of appreciation for the experience that the therapist pointed at the door, right? But I was annoyed that this is all therapy had chalked up to be in my experience so far. Maybe if I try another one in the future that I pay for, that I pick out, it'll be different. Maybe, maybe there's, you know, there's so many different types of therapy and therapists and things of that nature out there. But just in this experience, I found that I was very annoyed that the whole thing was I come, I talk about something traumatic, I cry a little bit, we point at the door, and that's it. And so that means every time I come in, I'm ripping open a wound, and I'm just walking away like, oh... You know, like, and then there's just a wound is just hanging open, right? And we'll keep pointing at this door. We keep pointing at the shards. Like, the shards are here. The shards are, you know, but can we do something about it? That's me, you know? So, people, it works for them. And whatever works for you, whatever gets you through your healing, I do not care. Whatever gets you through your healing, as long as you're not hurting anyone or nothing of the sorts, right? Whatever has you acknowledge and help yourself fine just this method wasn't working for me and so in my eyes there are people having weekly sessions and pointing at this door and only they have the key to unlock it and walk through the door I just I don't know maybe maybe it's the fact that she didn't push me to I don't know I just felt like I needed a push and I come on you know I just didn't like that someone was picking around my trauma and I didn't like that I wasn't being pushed or challenged or, you know, that's all I wanted was a challenge. That's all I wanted was to heal, right? I don't want to tap dance around the fire. Throw me in the flames. You know, let's do do something. You know, if I triggered myself during my own healing, so be it. It's better that than allowing the stranger or, or the world to do it, right? That's so, like... Looking at that, looking at the fact that allowing the world to trigger you, it's something that's so, it's so the traversing of boundaries in that way. I don't care if I step all over myself. I'm doing it. You know, that's me. I'm handling, I'm handling my healing. You know, be right back. Get in the car. We're healing. We're doing our shadow work. So that was my mind. I'm letting you know where my mind was at. And so it's better this way. My mind is private. My heart is private. My soul and expression, if I choose to share it, then so be it, right? And if I am to share it, it is going to be in a space that honors it, right? And the space that it is to be honored in is a space that I must create within. No one can create that space for me because I can go into any space on this planet Earth and... I don't at that point like the therapy that I had like it felt too intrusive right for what needed to be done for myself for me this and this for me personally like I said though I'm grateful for it because it did point out the door but I had to come down to the realization like okay I need to walk through it myself so I would rather hold the bandages that's my business right and mind you this is one experience with therapy and it wasn't for me. 
And in the future, I could find someone that's super duper wonderful, right? If anything, it would just be like, oh, at that point, it would just be two of us going back and forth and just having a philosophy for like an hour, quite frankly. Like, well, why would we fix it this way when we could do it this way, which is so much better, right? Because like, just at that point in time, right? Um, but, you know, of course, in the future, there are friendships, there are relationships, there's new new journeys to explore. So my point being is I could do my own healing. And if we're going to do something, let's do it right. However, if it were not for those resources, I wouldn't be here today. And I can acknowledge that both can coexist. Both can exist at once. And that's what shadow work did. You see, both can be alive and exist at the same time. It's not always black and white. As I mentioned in the last episode, when you look outside when the sun is shining, you have the sun shining during the day, but you also have the trees have shadows. You know, the the, the objects have shadows, the plants have shadows, the herbs have Everything outside has a shadow. We ourselves have a shadow. So, and both are coexisting at the same time. So everything was gradual. But when it clicks, it clicks. You know, once I come down to a conclude, I cannot unsee. I cannot run away from it. I cannot walk away. Once something clicks for me, once I see it for what it is, that's it. That's it. We're done. I get it now, right? Who am I? What do I want? Where do I want to go? Is this the people I want in my life the next five years? Because one thing I noticed is that People don't leave my life easily. Like, at the time especially. There would be this way where, like, I could, like, get rid of them and they'd come back. And still the cycle would induce again. Like, the abuse would induce again, right? Um, And, you know, you'd feel it. you feel something is wrong. We are energetic beings. We know when something is wrong. Do not gaslight my intuition into otherwise. Do I want to be surrounded by such hostile energy for the next five years? Do I do I want to be abused for the rest of my life? Because that's what it's beginning to feel like. like. When will it be over? Like I thought I would graduate and it would be over and it wasn't over. And I just... You know, even deep, deep down inside, I knew, okay, the next chapter I'm entering into my life, deep down inside, I knew, I was like, I'm not bringing any of these people with me. There's nowhere to put them. And so if that's the case, if the answer is no, what else is there to discuss? What else is there to debate? Everything's clicked. Everything's fallen into place. There's nothing to say. There's no apology. There's nothing you can say. There's nothing you can do. You want to apologize? Go change and go be better for the future people coming your way. I don't need it. I don't need to see I don't want it to happen, right? Because all you've been doing this whole time is triggering me towards doing what needs to be done for myself. This relationship, this, this contract, this bond, whatever, it's over. It's done, right? If you want something done right, you have to do it yourself. And I am my mother's daughter after all, you know. And of course, with time, you learn to have other people help you and things of that nature and etc. And yes, there are people that could help walk you through things of this nature. But as I've mentioned, my therapy, therapy, I was just in such a cycle. Like it didn't matter where I went, how I attempted to do whatever, like People just wanted to sit in my energy and just receive healing. And I'm just like, but I need healing. (laughs) But me, (laughs) but me, who heals the healer, right? Who, you you know, the exasperation, exasperated size, right? (laughs) So my life is on Pinterest, quite frankly. Like if you go to my Pinterest, you can tell where my allegiance lies in this realm of social media. Go look in my Pinterest. My Pinterest is my pride and joy. I love it so, 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 so much. And one day, I stumbled upon shadow work prompts, and I intuitively knew what to do from that point. I got a journal. I gathered my prompts in my notes app, and I set a month early last year, early last year of 2022, the year my life changed, and I began to work. I worked my hiney off. I, I worked, right? And so how'd it go? So during that time, there were so many, 
synchronicities and things that happened in my life. Like I'd look at the clock, it'd be 11, 11 or 12, 21 or 5, 55 or 4, 4, 4 or 3, 3, 3. Like every time I would turn to time, there would be some angel number of sorts some synchronicity of sorts if i was recording something i would see like you know 22 33 like it would always be something that would align and that like when i would return and look at my youtube channel <laughs> and i would pay attention to some of the numbers or views and the, even the views would be angel numbers and so i knew i was going the right way with taking my healing and taking all of these things into my own hands, right? I knew that in my own hands, I would be safe, right? Creating that safe space for self. You can join all the clubs and things you want, but until that, there's heaven within, right? And then heaven is all around me. That was one of my favorite songs. Oh, and the music I heard during that time too. There's this one song called Heaven All Around Me. It's in all caps. I cannot remember the artist at the moment but it's a black and white cover and he's like sitting in a room and you know and that was like my song at the time and even things like the vision board I created everything was just like on a dark tint like everything around me was just like shadowy period right my whole like reality sort of shifted right to be in this hermit dark cottage kind of energy and the inner silence and harmony that came from that period of time in my life was unlike anything I've ever experienced before and I will be forever grateful for because that's a space I could always return back to, right? Maybe not in such a deep way because you've transmuted and healed all of it, but whenever you meditate, right? There's that space within that you can always return to and the voices, like there were, you know, some people they're like, oh, there's so many voices in the, but like, then it just becomes one voice, right? That one solid voice, right? Your consciousness or your highest self or your future self or the soul or like you really return back to self, right? And so many things was happening for me during that time and the peace that I have now and the contentment I have now and the, you know, I think it's interesting that we focus on things like beauty and we focus on things like, like external, like the external attributes of existence so much. And we never sit back and ask people, you know, are you happy? Are you happy with your friends? Are you happy with the person that you know, you love and you, you lay by every night? Are you happy with, you know, yourself? Are you happy? Are you any good? Are you having fun? You know, we, and, and those are kind of the answer, the questions that we're answering, right? And so I really mean that, like, if nothing else, that I'm, I'm very, very, very happy. And I really mean that. And that's a beautiful place to be. And, the shadow work really leads us to all these different conclusions and places within ourselves that we thought we would never experience or see again, right? Or we thought that we'd never experience and see or haven't experienced or seen, right? Because some people, it's been for so long that there's just been one mode. And looking back it was such a beautiful time right like although you know I was crying I was you know as I mentioned in my last episode I had a bit of the munchies right I would snack quite a bit and um I lost baby fat and my voice changed and all these things happened for me but looking back it was so beautiful because you know this is what the caterpillar must feel when entering their chrysalis right and and leaving the chrysalis and becoming a butterfly and this is what that must look like and this is what that must mean 
right? We don't know how the caterpillar feels. Like, that's still, like, a mystery, right? We don't know what happens within the chrysalis. But, you know, shadow work must be must be something of the sort. must be similar. Like, you are undergoing a massive transformation and change. And the level of grace it takes for yourself, right? And during the end of it, one thing I noticed was I became a little fearful and scared because I noticed that you know what happened to my empathy I felt like I had so much empathy or so much and I just feel like it's just dissipated and it's not really as much as it used to be but I don't really think it was empathy I think it was tolerance I feel like my tolerance has shifted and changed do I am I still very empathetic absolutely but only to a certain degree because although I do have my empathy intact still, thank goodness. But my discernment is up and my tolerance is zero. And so <laughs> you must understand, right? Things are going to shift and change. And you, well, whatever happened to me, you know, doing this or doing this? And looking back is when you realize, ah, yes, you know, all that empathy is, you know, I've used it up for me, you know? All this discernment, you know, these boundaries, these, these, um, modes and aspects of existence you know and I made many realizations you know and that's part of the shadow where you make so many realizations you learn so much about the human condition and hidden motives and you realize things aren't really as hidden as they seem you know once you really look at things and look at people places and and situations for what they are not what we want them to be or what we wish them to be, right? What they truly are to their core, you know, and, and being brutally honest, giving yourself that that brutal honesty, right? I made many realizations and conclusions, you know, I was friends with so many different kinds of people, so many different kinds of mirrors and aspects, and, you know, the their skin didn't matter, and all of their demons were relentless. Like, their skin didn't matter, right? None of those, the, the things that we say on the external, like, that's why I feel so deeply about skin, right? And I can, we can acknowledge all the different aspects of skin and how new of a concept that is and how messed up of a concept it is and how much it's a mental illness, really. But, you know, just walk with me here with that like it just when you really look through all of it it's like you know like everybody had me messed up it did not matter what color they were like they were all you know their demons hit just the same some more than others but geez you know none of them spoke the language of kindness or compassion or peace or contentment right and that could be a huge result because internally I myself was not truly speaking those languages to myself, right? So why would those things appear for me in the external, right? They, this this had to have been pushing me for more, right? And, you know, thank goodness kindness is something that I already know and compassion is something that I already know. Because for some people, this is traits they must learn, right? And I think it's one thing to have been giving, 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 and then learning not to, and learning to be more discerning with that. And another thing of taking your entire existence and then learning how to give. It's um very interesting, right? Because I don't have the other, I don't have that other experience. So it's it's very intriguing. I'd almost like to hear what that's like, being someone your whole life, you've just taken 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 and now you have to learn how to give because there's no one left around you to take from anymore like I'd love to hear that perspective but I learned that you know the language wasn't of kindness or compassion but you know they spoke something more callous more brutal and my shadow taught me that, you know, I can growl too. <laughs> I can bite if I need to, but I reserve the right to defend my sovereignty, right? We could avoid a lot of it by reinforcing boundaries and lines that are not meant to be crossed. You know, whatever I got to do to protect my inner child. And listen, when I realize something is in my way, 
I become like strangely stubborn, right? And this is, you know, when you you study yourself, right, with a separate journal, as I've mentioned last, like I studied my entire astrological chart. I studied my astrological chart. I studied my sidereal, right? So the tropical, I know my, I know my sidereal. I know all these, you know, astrological things about myself. I know the subconscious things about myself. I know the conscious, you know, physical, mental, you know, I'm my own muse. Like I know me, right? I know me and because I know myself. Now I know what I want. I know what I deserve. I know who I embody. I know who I am. I know where my standards should start. You know, I, I realize, okay, you know, it's not just standards for romantic. It should also be standards for platonic. All of the relationships have standards, but the standards start with self. You know, you can't just make them from thin air, you know? So I became very determined and I just fixated and I, I knew that whatever this is is in my way it has to move on my way and so I will do I will stop at nothing to make sure that's done and essentially right if we're thinking about releasing and shadow work and etc and whatnot that's what we're you're doing like you're removing a whole lot of energy and people and places and conversations and the word said and unsaid and you're just re- clearing the path to move forward you know so i will clear out my entire life of people if they are in my way i will break up i will divorce i will eradicate and clear out all energy that is not in alignment with my peace and this is and this is and what i'm talking about is after we've had conversation i've had conversation with people and i've said you know i can't be this i can't be this therapy therapist for you i cannot be this emotional punk punching bag for you no longer this isn't going to work this isn't going to happen and the amount of people that have pulled away just off of one or two conversations alone they have pulled away energetically group chats that have went silent what more is there to say energetically the boundary has been set verbally emotionally you know it's just been set in the way that those relationships completely distance themselves all right because no longer am i this dumping ground for your trauma and so now you must watch at a distance no longer do i desire codependency i can do this i got it think you tried i know you okay no, I don't, I don't, no, 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 not at the expense of my energy, not at the expense of the gifts that I have to offer, not at the expense of myself, no thank you. This time was different because I began to recognize a cycle. It didn't matter how much I removed or cleared out or whenever, what have you, these situations would reappear in different faces and circumstances because I had not learned my lesson. I had not sat down with myself and realized what needed to change and evolve within myself and i'd like to make it clear that i do not miss anyone or anything that was in my way of my peace and i mean every word i mean it i'm and i'm not taking i'm not taking back nothing nothing no um i don't ever miss anything that was wasn't good for me because it clicked like i get it oh this is where i stand in your life got you So I'll use one prompt I recall vaguely because as you all know from part one, I burned my journal. It was one about friendships and I remembered going back to a handful because that's where the bulk of my lessons come from is from my tribe is from my because you know some people right the bulk of your lessons may come from your family right or society Right? You may have a bomb family, bomb set of friends, your social life is lit. And society may be the thing, right? That you must come into conclusion with. Or maybe it's family or, you know, friends or whatever. And, you know, like I said, I have another journal where I deeply looked into my birth chart and everything. And one of the biggest houses, right? One of the houses in my chart, I should say, that have some of the biggest 
amount of emphasis on my entire existence as a seventh house. And the seventh house is all about relationships, about friendships, about, you know, and <laughs> funnily enough, here we are. So, you know, that's what I mean. Like you become a muse, you see, okay, so if a big bulk of my life, of my existence astrologically is reliant on the seventh house, boundaries are important. Discernment is important. My tribe is important. My relationships are important. The whole circle need to be solid. And that's what I'm talking about. Knowing thyself on all levels of self. And so I was journaling and it wasn't everyone, but it was always the key people, right? It's not everyone. It wasn't every acquaintance or, but the relationships and friendships that came up for me they just intuitive, like my inner child, like my intuitively, they just came to the surface. They're like these people, these people specifically. And even if the person that was attached to these people were not perpetuators, but they were definitely instigating, definitely there behind the scenes, like me, 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 you know, doing the stuff in the corner. Once I began to draw the circle, like, oh my God, this has been happening since I was in preschool, since I was, you know, you know, in elementary school, but they were all the same person, all the same person on different modes. It was like, when are you going to wake up and see, you know, they all treated me the same way because I had allowed them to, because I hadn't learned my lesson. Because they all had the same persona. They're all the same person. You know what killed me? When one set of them was on their way out and the other set was like linking, slinking themselves in. And they would be like, oh my God, I don't even know why you let them treat you this way. Right? I don't even like, how could you let them talk to you this way? Like, I'd never let them talk to me in this way. I'd never let me let them, you know, X, Y, Z, treat me like this, this, and third. And then they come in and do the same thing, the last person. You know, it was like the same person. No wonder I felt like I was going crazy. No wonder I was like, am I crazy? You know, like, is it me? But it was a cycle, right? And that had been broken upon realization. Because when, you, when you're doing your shadow work and you realize how badly right you've been treated how abusive it all was how degrading and rude how underhanded it was it's a nightmare dude it was horrifying you know like i don't blame myself for having zero tolerance like uh uh you done you done and also too once you realize these things like it just stops like the whole like oh narcissists are following you like okay you need to do some healing there's something the narcissists are trying to tell you there's something the toxic friendships are trying to tell you there's something that there's something going on within you there's a way that you are turning away from yourself that you need to face and acknowledge that is what is happening right all of the nonsense all of the noise there's no noise it's quiet, it's silent as the way it should be. And I trust myself. You also learn to trust yourself again. Because you know what? Okay, although that was the past, that doesn't mean that's my future. That's another realization you must come down to sooner rather than later. Okay, yeah, in the future, I'm going to have all the, you know, I'm going to meet all the wonderful, lovely, dope people that are as dope as I am. Why? Because I've studied myself and I realize, you know what? I'm the bee's knees. I got it going on. And so I should deserve to be around people that are also the bee's knees and got it going on. You know, uh, Silk Sonic. I deserve to be with someone who's as fly as me. Somebody this fly. Like, I deserve to be surrounded by the flyest of folk. And that is the truth. I'm not going to take it back. No, it shouldn't be arrogance. It shouldn't be, oh, um, you're being cocky. Why? Why is that wrong for you to be around healthy people, loving people, compassionate people, right? I'm not going to ask of you things that I haven't discovered, unearthed, and cultivated within myself. Hello? I'm not going to ask for loyalty if I myself am not loyal. Are you serious? 
what's hard there's nothing hard about this and if you don't have those traits okay i hope you find what you're looking for but it's not me because i deserve to be with somebody as fly as me somebody this fly you know listen to the song it's a great song it's a fun song and of course i cried of course i cried i cried for the friendships that I realized weren't in my best interest. I cried. I cried for myself. I was like, oh my God. She's just like being abused and like nobody cared. Nobody cared. Why? Because I didn't care. So why should anyone else care? I cried for myself. I cried for myself. I do not intend on ever needing to cry for myself again. I'm going to make you cry before you make me cry. Best believe it. So you stay away. So if I remove myself, hey, you remove yourself as well. Something's off. Something's wrong. Something's not going right. Do not chase me down. Don't do it. Don't be salivating at the mouth. Don't do it. Okay? I will not serve it to you. Okay? Because, see, that's still in my heart. I'm like, you know what? I still want my heart intact. I don't want to be heartless. Ew. Let y'all win? Never. Never, never gonna get it. Never gonna get it. So with all that being said, I cried. I sure did. No one else would cry for me because no one else cared because I didn't care. So that's what I, I cried. I released it all the way to the beginning. I cried for that child that was bullied. The one that had to watch people be racist and prejudiced and project their own self-hatred onto me. I experienced all of it. Like I said, the skin didn't matter. I had all the experiences. All of them, all of them, from from the palm-colored folk to the people on the back of my hand with more melanin, from the self-hatred to the to the envy to the jelly, all of it, all of it, all of it, babes. It did not matter the skin, quite frankly. The universe don't care. They're gonna send it to you all. Like so, can I? You know, I cried for her. You know, who was excluded, who wasn't invited, who was always picked last. I cried for her. I paid attention to her and I nursed her back to health. And I said, you know what? I'm always going to pick you first. I'm always going to choose you first. Bump everything, everyone. Oh, who cares? I'm picking me first. Me first. Right? And then I dried my tears and I was like, yeah. You know? But at the end of the day, I did my best. That's what broke the camel's back for me when I was like, you know what? The whole time, though, you did your best. You tried your best the whole time. I'm not sure if the karmic mirrors could say they did their best, but I, for a fact, know I did my best. And that broke. Oof. Not gonna cry because I already cried it. I, that one, that one got me. But, you know, it's like I sat front row. At the horrors of human nature. No wonder I was dissociating, daydreaming all the time. I was like never here. How I had to coax myself back into my body. I had to return to my body. I was never present. I was never here. You know, I hated where I was. I hated the people I was around. You know, like... The, the Not the acquaintances, right? Because it'd always be the sweetest people. Always the acquaintances. Always the people that at the time I was never attracted to enough to be like, you know what, this could be a deeper friendship. Never those people. Always, <laughs> always whatever your your first instance of your guardian was, right? You could have one guardian that loves you to death and the other one, oh my gosh, just like you're chasing that one for the for, for as long as you can. Never able to catch them. Love me, love me, love me. You know, I hated how everyone's energy was always so overwhelming and negative. Like something was always wrong. You know, like you ever seen Atlanta? You need, bro, Atlanta, when you watch Atlanta, it's like you feel like something's wrong. Okay, so that energy from Atlanta, when they're just like standing around like something's wrong, that energy from Get Out, think of the horror movies. When you're sitting there and you're watching it and you're like, something's off, something's wrong. Those thrillers, you know something's wrong, something's off. Okay, that energy for 19 years straight. Something's wrong, something's obviously wrong. Hey, are you mad at me? No, no, no. Nothing's wrong. You you know, I really feel like this person hates me, but I don't know for the life of me why they keep 
insisting on being friends. Seventh house things, man. Seventh house things. You know? I just I just hated how like no matter how much I attempted to disappear, like I was still being bothered no matter how much I tried to stay out of the way. I hated how much I would retreat into my shell and still watch people try to break in. People that were like, oh, like, I hate you, but let's be friends. What? Are you ill? Are you sick in the head? Because I was hatred. There was nothing else. There's nothing else for me to describe except that. There was ha- it was hatred. Oh, I hate it. But like, now that I'm close to you and I realize like who you are, like, you know, like, you're just so lovable. Like, I just can't help but to want to stay. Like, what? This is crazy. That's why you're blocked. You have no self-control. Like, what is... It was so... Bro, I... Whether you believe me or not is not my business. Someone out there is going to resonate. They're going to say, I know exactly what she's talking about. And I'm like, yes. Yes, if someone else resonates with it, I listen. I've done my job. But I hated how I never said anything even more. That's what I... That's I despise that. Egregious film. But when Florence Pugh is being like is standing between the glass and she's cleaning the glass and it starts to like press into her yeah just like that oh my my listen my film television references are spot on right my inner child she just dissociated for so long some of the my my greatest accomplishments right i would dissociate And if I was in the present, it was for the shortest period of time just for me to go back to dissociating again because it's like, it's not safe out here. It's not safe out here. And by no means when I'm explaining my story, am I a victim? I'm not a victim. Please don't do that. I'm no victim. Listen, I'm no victim. Mm -mm. This was just carving and crafting me into the person I was meant to become. I'm no victim. My ancestors are not victims. I did not come here to be a victim. Victim of what? Of what? Can I acknowledge that? Yeah, in certain situations. Yeah, absolutely. But like, that's not my story. That's not my identity. That's not who I am. Like, don't do that. Like, I'm no victim. I just needed to find the courage to save myself. I don't know. That's not, I don't think that's ever been my experience. So, no, today, if I see nonsense and I stand up, heck yeah. Because, you know, every time I stand up for myself and every time I stand up for someone else, that's me healing my inner child. So, like, I don't even play with stuff like that. Why are you bullying them? Because they're quiet? You should be quiet. Why are you bothering them in their shell? Leave them alone. Oh, no. I do not play that at all. If anything, there's nothing I feel more passionately about. I do not play the projection. Do not pull the projection card. Do not. Don't do it. Don't do it. Or not when I'm in the room. I don't ever want to even see it. Because I will say something. I will not stay quiet. You know, it felt like I would touch the sun for moments at a time. And then I would just retreat. Like, ugh, the sun is too good for me. The clouds, the surface is just too good for me. It's too dangerous outside. I can't do it. You know, but I needed to be on solid ground. And I deserve to walk around on the surface. What are these demons running around the surface for? You don't need the sun. You need to be underground. Why am I underground? Why do I have to retreat and go underground? Who are you? Who are you again? Okay. And I, you know, I promise that, you know, this isn't ever going to happen again. And that's that. That's simple. There's no such thing as resurfacing. There's no such... I believe you the first time. I see it the first time. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Oh, you don't like them. Why? Something's off. Something's wrong. If you want to go put your hand on the stove, go ahead. I've been observing them for the past hour or so, and they've been doing nothing but revealing who they are to this entire room. I will not partake in any part of it. No, thank you. You know, I will I, I will never be a passenger in my own lynchings. Y'all keep your rope. I don't need it. You know, I don't need to, like, sit here and watch people laugh at my corpse and burn and, and ha, 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 ha. Like, you know, I'm never, you know, you want the bare minimum, you keep it. I don't even know why you offered it in the first place, quite frankly. Do I ever? I never give the bare minimum. So I don't even know why you offered. 
Like I said, I never ask of you what I don't ask of myself. I'll give you the ocean, the world, if need be. So hand it right back. That That's the energy I'm on. Are you on the bare minimum? Okay. I don't know. Like, are you talking to me? There's no way you're talking to me. You need to pick someone. And this is platonic. This is romantic. This is all, all of it. All of it. I would never, ever invite other people's demons to come sit at my table that my ancestors set up for me to eat at ever again. You understand me? That's where I'm at. That's what the shadow work did. That's what it did. Never again. Never get. I don't even want to see these people. Never, ever pull up in life. You know? the If the vibes are off, turn around and go home. That's it. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Because I this shadow work, you be looking back. I look back and at the beginning of every single one of those air quote friendships, they always told me about themselves. Every single time. I just was dissociating so hard. I never caught on to it. I just was not present to listen and hear who they were. People tell on themselves all the time. We tell on ourselves all the time. You know the people that are the most authentic and genuine and honest? They'll sit there and they'll say, listen, take it or leave it. Take it or leave it. What's this whole like being nice, beating around the bush, blah, 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 what else? Nonsense, right? And every word they give you is is swaddled, cherished, gifted in love. And you know it. And you know they mean it. And you know they've been through something in life, right? To to have made them the way that they've made them. But listen, if if they're standing behind, if you stand behind them, everything in front of them will be cleared, cleared away. Those are the people you want on your team. That's the person I am on my own team. Oh, the bare minimum? Okay. It's called self-preservation. <laughs> like, what more is there to say? Like, I made it. Like, turn around, go home. Like, I'll scream. I'll fight if I need to. Like, I, I will reach down into my ancestors and pull out the strength of a thousand revolting slaves. This is not a game. It is not a drill. It is not a toy. We played 19, like 19 years? 19 years okay go ask any of them for 19 years ago go ask it's not a to- it's not a game no more you know just watch from a distance what's wrong with that you know should have pulled up i don't have the capacity or the stamina i think 19 years is a long time some people they've gone at it longer bless your heart genuinely i'm not even saying that as a southerner you know someone like, bless your little heart and they're trying to tell you go f yourself no like i really mean that like i roses to you if you've been doing it longer i you know when you put it when you let it down when you put it down you'll see you'll see how much better it is how much happier lighter everything is even just the thought of something like this occurring like i might just laugh in your face and just walk away like i can't believe it like you know like you got to stand outside of the club and you'll never get in listen you'll never get in like i don't i don't have time for that discernment on a thousand intuition on a thousand like come on it just pushes us to be more mindful to be more discerning to be more aware i learned my lesson congratulations i learned my lesson i know the cycle i know the tune i know the dance i studied the writing on the wall you know what i mean even if you want to hide listen my that's how dope how sharp it's always just you don't even have to open your mouth like i'll just already know it's an inner no and i'll trust that inner knowing so be it you know there's a time in a caribbean woman's life when (laughs) The intuition is just so sharp. It's so, like, Princess Nokia has a whole interview. She's talking about it. It's so dope. Because when she said that, I was like, yo, I feel like that's what was happening for me. From, like, 18 to 21, I was like, there must have been this massive shift. That's like, listen, no longer can we sit here and act like everybody else. It's like the um, sci-fi hero's journey. Here's your superpowers. Sorry, it's not like everybody else, but here come save the world come you know like you have a journey waiting for you there is treasure to uncover there's something 
you are destined for something to do right and the shadow work helps you unearth that because we all have something we came here to do there's all some purpose something that we have to offer to share to show but we cannot get through that and we can't get it done if we're self-destructive there's no time to get the job done there's no time to enjoy the step of the journey if at every turn there's self-destruction you're not allowing self to get what needs to be done done so I trust myself to make the right judgment of character. I trust myself to that I will make better choices, the best choice, the best decision for myself. I trust myself to slow down and take my time if that is offered in the space, depending on decisions. Some decisions you just got to go intuitively. But if there's space and time to slow down and select wisely, I will slow down and choose wisely. I trust myself to protect myself to be myself and the right energy will gravitate to me I trust all of that I did everything that I could in my control everything else hey hey I trust myself to be present if you do not operate in wisdom you'll operate in death and so I guess some of the side effects you know I talked about munchies my little munchies i was extra sleepy i slept a lot it's like because i had to restore my energy you know i trust that where i'm going it won't be necessary to have my guard up there's no need for guards there's no need for walls palaces you know there's no need for moats and you know like because you know some people that's what they do they know how to professionally climb over walls and then, oh my God, I've been alone in here for so long. Finally, you've come in here too. You know what I mean? And they're like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm a cat burglar. Like, I do this. I know how to climb over walls and do the thing. And, you know, that's the boundaries. You know, the lines in the sand. This is the line in the sand. You cannot cross this line. And they might try to tap dance around it or whatever. Or try to, you know step super close to it and like you know some may even step over it step on the line whatever and then you're like okay well you can't be here no more so thank you for showing me who you are exit stage left your audition is over it's done thank you thank you very much appreciated i'm not surprised at you know i've always loved being a global person uh, you know the color culture those things have never been an obstacle to connect with another person, to connect with other human beings. Like, one thing that's universal is good character. That's it. That's all I care about. Good character and alignment. That's all. What else is there to talk about? You align with me, I align with you. You're a good person, I'm a good person. You know, you're generous, I'm generous. Like I said, we line up, we match up. That's the mirror I want. I believe you faster. I trust in who you are presenting to me. There's no such thing as the benefit of the doubt. I will just watch you confirm what I already know. The gift that was already given since I was very, very young. That inner knowing, I'm just going to trust. Okay, just confirm it though. Oops, something's off. I'm going to observe and watch. Show me how right I am about you. You know, I no longer doubt myself or my intuition. You know, if someone needs to be removed, okay. If I need to pivot a creative direction, okay. If I need to take another route to get to the destination I'm trying to go to, all right. If the path is blocked, there is absolutely nothing I can do in my power to get around it. That's not my path to walk. If I need a break because I'm about to hit a wall or, or more like I need a break because... I know the horizon where burnout begins and I'm not trying to run and get there. Okay, we'll take the break. You know, the new motto. Okay, princess, whatever you need, whatever you want. If I don't give it to myself, who's going to give it for me? Who's going to, who will? Who's going to do it? But if I didn't save me, who would have saved me? Look how much I had to go within myself and, and, and uncover and figure out and, and put the pieces together and draw circles and graphs and, you know, like, you know, <laughs> you ever see that one, me with that dude? And he has the, 
you know, it looks like a detective wall and he's like pointing at everything and he's like, you know, that's, this becomes yourself. You know, if I didn't do this, I'd still be a doormat. I wouldn't be here relaying the story. I'd still be codependent. I'd still be crying and begging for the bare minimum. Oh, please, please love me. Love me. Stop treating me like this. I didn't do anything. Whoa, what is this? Like, what is going on? And that's no shade to my past self. I love her. She did her best. But I had to get her out of there. I had to get her out of there because it was a fast track. I don't know what we were a fast track to extinction that I'll tell you that. No, that doesn't mean I'm scared of new people that come into my life. I'm so excited for my soul tribe. I'm so excited to meet all of you. This is going to be a grand, great occasion. I will not judge you on the criteria of my past. Right? Because my intuition, my inner knowing isn't coming from the past. It's coming from the present moment. And that's why I need to be present in my body. Disassociation and all this. This is an option. Right? The inner knowing comes in the present moment. The ideas are in the present moment. The wealth, the heaven, the gifts, the prosperity. It's all in the present moment. The happiness, the contentment, the peace, the harmony. It's right now. It's not yesterday. It's not even tomorrow. It's at this very moment, right? So even like, it's just now being like, okay, when I look back, I notice that every time my inner knowing went off, even in my, my, my absence of self, even in the ejection of my, of my soul and my spirit and my being, my intuition was so dope. I'm so dope. The bee's knees to the point that it still went off. Warning bells. I just wasn't in myself to know, okay, at this very moment, this person right here, uh uh-uh, this isn't going to work. And so am I judging you on the criteria of the past? No, I'm not. They've already shown their hand. They've already showed the cards that they want to play. Okay, right? I will check in with myself and check in with what I know and compare to the newer and healthier structures of my life. All of the wonderful conclusions and things that I've learned during my shadow work. Because yes, there's some lessons we leave behind and there's other things that you realize and actualize about self that you're like, this is incredible for the journey. Might as well take it with us. And so no, I'm not comparing. I'm not scared of anyone new coming in. There's no wa- there's no walls. There's no castles. There's no, I'm not closing my heart and I'm not heartless. Like I'm not, no. These people end up alone or end up surrounded by the very energy that they've spit out. There may be beautiful things that come into your life that show you, you know what? You can be loved. You can be X, Y, Z, da, 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 X, Y, Z. But like, you know, if this isn't a language you can speak or you comprehend, then there's no point to it, right? And so, yeah, the comparison is to the newer, healthier structures in my life. Are we aligned with each other, right? Because not only do... I want you to be good for me. I want to be good for you too, right? If I am not a good person for you, right? If my generosity triggers you, if my kindness triggers you, if my light triggers you, then I'm obviously we're not a good match. So we shouldn't be in each other's presence. So I should go be with people that have those same attributes, right? It's the logical conclusion. You know, it's a gift to be genuine. To be an authentic person, someone who listens, someone who genuinely cares, someone who knows the language of kindness. That's worth being protected. It's worth being honored and shared with the right energies, people, circumstances, and situations. Nothing more, nothing less. So it's a gift to be alive. You know, and I deserve to live this life comfortable within myself. That's the least that could, listen, that's the least we could do. At least be comfortable. At least be content. Life is going to throw what it will at us, right? But at least I know I got me. I have my own back. I know who I am. I have a solid foundation to stand on. I'm present. I'm paying attention. All of me is here. I rest when I need to rest. I play when I need to play. I work when I want to work. I do, you know, 
the things like I'm, I'm being, I'm being, I'm a human being, having this experience, expressing myself. Change the internal and the external will match. Build peace within and it will show itself on the outside. There's heaven within and heaven will be all around. That's all for this chapter of my life. I'm so, so, so glad I went through it. I've lived it. I've experienced it. It's done. It's over. Truly over. Has been over for a minute now. But with the conclusion of this episode, it would have been over. But it's done. It's a closed chapter. Once you do it, you do it. And that's it. That's it. Just, it's over. And then you get to like open up to life and have so much fun. And why not? Why not? Make yourself your muse. Be aware of self. Be accountable for yourself, for your rights, for your wrongs. Stand in it. Be in it. What's the best that could happen? If you if you opened up and you started saying yes to yourself. Yes, I want the good. Yes, I want the friends. I want the partner. I want the yes, yes, yes. Yes, I'm ready. Yes, I'm going to organize myself for the prosperity that's meant for me. I'm very content. I'm very happy that I've undergone it because now I get to share it. And for whomever this resonates with, you got this. Do it. You got it. Do it. And when it's all said and done, it's done. And then life opens up. And everything works out the way as it should. And you have everything you need. You've always had everything you needed. And so I'm excited. I'm content. Put a sweet close to this chapter. And that's all. Healing is meant to be a chapter, a phase, right? And then we go into living and experiencing and enjoying life for what it is. And... You know, once you know how to heal once, you can do it again. Simple as that, right? Once you know how to open up and be discerning and you know how to do it. You've learned how to do it. You got it, right? And so this is a sweet close to it. As always, it has been real. Take care of your spirit being in essence. Good luck.